This is the Batman second trailer reaction. Take one. Bada bing, bada boom. The driving boys are here on a weekend. Early reaction to the new Batman trailer. DC fandom went down today. Obviously, their finale was the Batman trailer. Yes, there was a bunch of other DC projects. They got, had a lot of hype around it, similar to last year's DC fandom. But we all know why we were tuning in this year. It was for Matt Reeves, Selena, uh, sorry, I said it's Selena Kyle, Zoe Kravitz, Robert Pattinson coming together for a little roundtable, a behind the scenes look at the new Batman movie. And then finally, our second trailer after more than a year seeing our first footage. So, Ricky Flex, uh, Good afternoon. Great to see you. I'm happy. Good to afternoon. Get to see, I, I'm so happy I get to see you now. And under the best circumstances, talking about the new Battinson movie. So Ricky Flicks, upon view, uh, before viewing this trailer, before seeing this panel at DC Fandom, what did you want to see from the second trailer that maybe wasn't in the first? What did I want to see? Well, what I wanted to see was more of what this movie is going to be about. We have a lot. We had a lot of question marks around this movie we heard it's going to be a dark noir detective movie we heard it might be three hours long we heard it's about a younger batman obviously with a robert pattinson cast of batman it's going to be but how interconnected will this be to his childhood or with, to his rivalry with possibly a court of owls or to gotham city and whatnot so we wanted to get some more information some more knowledge behind this movie that's coming out in six months march 2022 and i think we got that not necessarily the full extent, but this is definitely is not the last trailer. So I think this is a good intermediary, like next trajectory of a trailer. So like the next step toward the full trailer, because remember, the first trailer we got here, the first trailer last year was only 25% of production, Dr. O. Uh -huh. Only 25%. Now the film done filming, right? And it's finished filming. So now this is a full, the first full feature trailer post-production. That's massive massive so not just the storylines but and also like what the story is going to be about in general but now they piece together like you you saw i'm not gonna we're gonna get dive into it more but we saw a lot of a lot of other elements besides just cameos of characters we saw more like the riddler or penguin we saw like the penguin in his tux we saw joker or, i'm sorry riddler ooh, not joker riddler getting arrested by the cops and we saw we actually saw paul dano with a face not just with duct tape so half a face so I know I just went on a rant there. Sorry, I'm just excited because this trailer, again, might not have been as good as the first one because the surprise factor of even getting a trailer was just crazy. But this is a great trailer. At least to me, Dr. What do you think? This was a great trailer. This was a great trailer. It's a actually amazing trailer. But the thing is, I was just, I've been on social media all day following DC Fandom. I've been blogging all day. Make sure you guys check out the live blog that I did during DC Fandom to catch up on all DC projects. What was that? I must a must read. A must yes, read. If you're absolutely. a DC fan or a Batman fan, which you all are, must read. Must read. So the first trailer that we saw had a lot of shock factor. I was just talking to our friend of the pod, Mayo, who's been on a who's been a guest before for a top billing. How it's like some a foreign type of Batman we hadn't seen, one that's very detective noir driven. Uh, compared to a bale, compared to any of, like, especially a Keaton, right? And you got a lot more Easter eggs in the second trailer about like where that story's actually going. Definitely. You know what I mean? And we're going to definitely jump into like a couple Easter eggs that I personally saw, that you saw. And we're kind of trying to piece together a couple things. But this one, it still did not give much away. 
It really didn't give much away. I don't even know what the motive is for Paul Dano's Riddler. I can make him some speculation. I don't right. even know. I don't even know who Batman was actually talking to in that prison cell, whether it was the oh, Riddler my. or not. Hey, hi. That was Dano. That's that's what I was yes. gonna say. Why is he so mad at Dano? Is it just because he killed like kills people? Like, then he's just an immature Batman, which makes sense because he's a younger Batman. But why is he so like? Like, why is he so mad? And why I, are they hiding his face after they showed half of it in the first part of the trailer? True, true, true. But I will also say that maybe, 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 you know, who wasn't in this trailer? John Turturro. John Turturro was in this trailer. Carmine Falcone. Maybe, exactly. So maybe it's Carmine. And that's why he's so mad, because he runs Gotham. Uh, um, uh, Gotham, like mafia. Gotham, uh, organized crime. Yeah, he's the head so, of organized crime. Organized crime, not mafia. Organized crime. So I think... That's the one part of the trailer. There's a couple parts in the show I didn't like. That part, I've seen this trailer so many times now. Like, I've rewatched that. I still don't know. That's like the one part I'm like, what did he say? I need subtitles for that part. I couldn't hear. I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I, I think that's a, that was an integral part of the trailer. So I thought that was very interesting. Also, I will also say this. Pattinson and those sunglasses. I literally laughed out loud. That wasn't good. That yeah. wasn't good. I, I think that was showing like the Playboy, like, like come on now come on are we in the 80s looks like he was nursing a hangover it looks like he was going to see a 3d movie (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing like it was like matrix in the 90s a little cameo oh yes 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 but i i just wanted to i just wanted to say like there's a good chance he 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 might have been talking to carmine falcone that's why i didn't show the face it could have been a dub over voice of paul dano but maybe Mm -hmm. like why if paul dano's in prison how does he eventually break out of prison right is that take is that shot from the end of the movie is he interviewing carmine falcone to gain more information on this this new serial killer the riddler played by paul dano so we don't know they could be setting us up but that's why i think this trailer was so good because it leaves so many questions unanswered that leaves people like you and me to discuss it and for our 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 listeners to kind of digest right and like the first one was just like the wow factor like wow that might be the greatest show i've ever seen in my life i literally voted on it like literally today manchester united suffered a tough loss today i know i'm a manchester united fan tough one today after the game, what did I do? DC fandom. The game ended right before DC fandom. What did I do to cheer myself up? I watched the Bat- the Batman trailer last year. I, I just watched it just to cheer myself up because it was such a heartbreaking loss. So I watched that. That's how good this trailer is. I watched a trailer to cheer myself up to lead up to this trailer. And you know for what? For a this gritty trailer, movie. <laughs> for a gritty dark noir detective film. Just Wait. makes you happy to see this like iteration of Batman. It's Exactly. It makes you happy. Exactly. I, I'm not even going to follow up with any comments. That's Exactly it. All right. So that one, I, I guess I, in, in summary, like this one more like, okay, what's actually going on with this movie? First mm-hmm. one, this is kind of introducing you to this world. So introducing, yeah. Yeah. To the world, to the movie and other characters. Like, and, the, and I, that's where I want to go next. I want to talk about some yeah. specific characters specifically. I want to talk about Selena Kyle, who's featured very prominently in this second trailer, yes, we saw her in one or two shots in the first one, but we actually get dialogue from Selena Kyle. You see her pretty much going undercover, her budding romantic relationship with Batman, as it appears to be, right? As they make that connection, that actually Matt Reeves, so. talked, Matt Reeves talked about it in the behind-the-scenes footage with Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. So I wanted to get your um, initial reactions on her character and what do you think she's bringing to the table. So her, for, so for her specifically. Interesting because in the beginning of the trailer, she has long hair. So that tells me she's not Catwoman yet. So this is not only a Batman movie, so in showing, because like this, 
yes, this is the first Batman Robert Pattinson, a quote unquote origin story, but this isn't an origin of Batman, but this looks like an origin of also an origin story for Catwoman. Year one vibes. Right. Year one, exactly. So it looks like, oh, this is an origin for Batman. Like obviously it's the first Batman for this Batman, first movie for this Batman, but more of an origin as well for Catwoman because then after she is clearly cut hair and she has the uh, romantic relationship with Batman similar to year one. And I think that's very interesting. And I think that she's going to, I honestly have high hopes for her. I think that she has a good, it seems like she has good chemistry with Pattinson. I wish romantically it looked like that. And by the way, definitely the scenes with Catwoman and Batman was pretty crazy. Like the cinematography awesome. behind that looks incredible. On top was, of the rooftop with the sunset looks amazing. I was thinking that's the ending scene that's going to connect to the next movie. But I think that Selena Kyle. Interesting. I think that Selena Kyle is like going to play the exact role she does in the comic book, specifically year one, where she's that connection to the underground for Bruce Wayne. And she kind of has that Love almost that like we, we just had like a James Bond. We just had a James Bond draft. She could be like she can operate sort of as a double agent. She's hearing on both sides. You see her walking in the club with what looks like a red wig on. What side is she trying to gain intel for? Is it for herself? Is well, it for Batman is well, it for a Carmine Falcone who yeah. saw images with her like when that when the when the movie was in production obviously this is in post post production now but I'm fascinated by her character and I love the emphasis on her after it was pretty much ignored in the first one I think you're spot on the Carmine connection she's a double agent at least maybe not double agent but more just getting information getting uh what's the word uh yeah just getting information intel. getting more yeah, intel thank you intel getting intel on the opposition by going undercover. That is what she's doing. Love that take. I agree with you. Um, I, I, let's go into some other characters. Uh, one character that we saw, I just want to just shout out really quick and then we'll move on, is Andy Serkis as Alfred. Um, one we didn't see whatsoever. We got a voice dubbed over in the first trailer. Here we actually see him. You see like his emotional attachment to Bruce Wayne. He actually cares about what he's doing. He's saying pretty much almost like Michael Caine in the dark Knight rises where he wants him to like kind of tread carefully because you might be going down, down a path that you might be able to right. be able to recover from, but you're also, becoming, you're becoming a quite. Oh, say it one more time. You're becoming a quite popular figure. Yes, exactly. But then it also has patents on the other side operating similar to like a Christian Bale where he's like, I don't care what happens to me. I just care about fighting crime and injustice in Gotham. And this introduces right. a reckless, Batman, right? Someone who has no limits, and you see that violence time and time again, which makes the trailer also so amazing. That, that's why my favorite part of the show is like the bat signal. It's a war. It's it's a warning. It's not like a call. It's a warning. Like yeah. I'm coming out to to get people with the I'm bat. Coming out, I'm coming for vengeance. I'm coming to put pain, my pain on others. I'm not com- like sure it's for justice, but at the end of the day, he's a young, immature Batman. He's coming to put his martial arts. He's coming to put his his Ra's al Ghul teachings onto other people. He's coming out to terrorize Gotham City of the criminals. And the way to release that pain, release that energy, release that violence is to put it on people that deserve justice. And that's what he's doing in this movie. I love it. I know it's going to be a detective movie, but these action sequences look insane. And this one's so good. Hallway scene. Insane. So, Sorry, I'm hyped up. I'm hyped up. I'm pumped up. Doctor, I'll take over before I get I, out of I hand. feel like the hallway scene was what replaced like the um, vengeance right before, like the punching against like penguins, like uh, like his right, like right, his right. gang members, you know, like 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 the, like where the guy he just takes him to town, where he's taking the bullets in this trailer in the hallway scene, and, right. and the, the score is phenomenal when he slams him down. So good. You also have like 
in the uh, it looks like they're right outside the club where he's carrying the bat and he's like hitting people with the bat. Just absolutely does not care how badly he hurts you as long as justice is served and he doesn't kill you. Although he does point a gun at Penguin in the trailer. That was weird. I was going to I didn't know if we were going to talk about that, but I I thought that was weird. That was weird. That might be before he has this rule, before he establishes this rule, or that's the moment where he says, I will not be using guns. But, but, so the reason why I bring, I want to talk about this. So remember when the logo came out of the bat suit? Yep. And it was like guns. Will it be that gun? So what? Thank you, Dr. O. You, we're on the same wavelength right now. I read will that be play. That, will, it be on that, will that be the gun? Yes. Will that be pre-bat suit gun? We'll see. But I like the way you're thinking of it because I was thinking very something very similar. Um, but yes, love that take. And then going on to like another character, I know we kind of skipped over Alfred really quick. I'll come back to him. But Colin Farrell as the Penguin, we get more Colin Farrell in this trailer. We already know he has limited screen time in this movie. I believe it was summarized as like a total of five minutes. But I think he's playing this role perfectly as kind of like a like a captain of the mob. See, maybe his relationship, he might, he might take over for like a Carmine Falcone in the future, where he is the future mob boss of Gotham City. But I, I, I think his voice is perfect. I like what I like. The ending shot was incredible. How he's like, he is so he like within that five minutes. How many times does he run into Batman? Like how many times right. is he actually I, confronting him? You know, not yeah, a lot of backstory I, for him, I would say. I would say the same thing. I think you got a backstory to the brother. You got a little bit combined both trailers and some screenshots or uh, images. You got a little backstory, Catwoman, right? Penguin, we're still kind of questioning like what's going on here. We're still kind of seeing like what's going to happen here. And I don't, I don't agree with the mob boss situation as in like he is a mob boss. Clearly like that's just his character. But I do think like, I don't think that he's going to like Batman's going to take down Carmine in this movie, unless it, he is behind the, the prison right there um but we'll see i did like colin farrell in the suit i thought it looked good a little he looked like he was like the godfather bro he sounded yeah and he wasn't he didn't have like the like the stereotypical penguin nose and the hat but he had the suit i thought that was a subtle matches the theme the dark noir like not over the top superhero film we're getting grounded we're getting gritty with batman i like that and one of the top five moments of the trailer by far was when the penguin Colin Farrell was like, I got him, I got him, I got him. And then through the flames, the bat, the, the, the Batmobile flies through. And I have a story to tell you, Dr. O. Go for it. So I told you earlier today, after the man you lost, I watched this trailer. So before, so we're obviously keeping track of DC fandom. And I was over my shoulder, I was talking to a few people here who didn't even watch the first Batman trailer. Oh my and, gosh. And I was like, guys, this Put is like on. the biggest movie that like, this is bigger than MCU. This Since is the like dark night. Like, <laughs> I, I literally said, Dr. O, I, you're going to like buckle up here. This is what I said to him. My podcast co-host said that Robert Pattinson is going to be an Oscar nominated actor for the Batman. <laughs> Stand by. Like what? The twilight guy. I'm like, if you still think he's the twilight guy, then you shouldn't even be watching film. How are they not yeah. listeners of our podcast? Well, clearly, they just follow us on social media. They don't listen. You got to listen to the pop. But point is, I showed them the first trailer. Like, I was like, this is like must see, even if you hate like movies because of how like influential this is going to be and how like that's arguably the greatest trailer of all time. I know you think it is, but 
we watched the trailer and then all of a sudden, boom, second, like the trailer, right, when, right at the end, right after we finish it, notification, Batman trailer. Oh, oh my God. Right now. I was like, God, you got to watch okay. this live. We Did they like it? Live. Did they like it? No, they didn't like it. They loved it. <laughs> what are we talking about? This is the Batman. Like, it was literally like a movie where you or like a short, uh, short story where you, you saw the first trailer and then it leads in because this trailer. It's like a second a cut of, of the movie. Right. And it's, a, it's also like had like on vengeance. It had like the ride, like the rising of Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> great and, for the YouTube. Great for the, watch the YouTube if you want to see that. But it had like connections to the first show and you watch them back to back unbelievable experience if you watch it back to back like it was phenomenal it was like a short movie i'm gonna have to do that right after we finish recording this but i love that story i'm glad that they're on board what they think about my take about batman like uh, rob pratt to potentially be nominated they get they think it's a hot take <laughs> they, they, they don't it like is it. a hot take it they is a hot like, take they don't like it but can i i'll say this this movie helps your take i think I mean, sorry, oh, yeah trailer. i think this trailer helps your take more so than the last trailer and the yeah, obviously, you only had two lines of like dialogue. Right. Maybe right, one and right, a half. Right, right. And like this one, and then you get the behind the scenes look prior to the trailer with an angry Bruce Wayne. He has <laughs> he is pissed. You see him throwing things. You see him right. like all like literally jacked up, saying like I don't, I don't know, just what are you gonna say? <laughs> Another thing. So there's a couple of times like I don't like talking through movies or TV shows or being that guy that goes like oh like this is like relates to that. Only two times through this trailer, I like talked. One was the glasses, the sunglasses, which we talked about. I got just chuckled. That was bad, I thought. But I understand. The other one was when they brought Pattinson with shirts off and you yeah. see his last. I was like, all right. The, the, Dr. Rose, like, he, he went all out for this role. He might get an Oscar down. He is ripped. Like, yeah. he, like, he went out all out for this role. He understands the Batman. He understands how important. He understood the assignment. Exactly. And, the fact is, right after that, I was like thinking back, like, all right, he was he was doing Tenet with Christopher Nolan, and like he snuck off the set, but no one knew what he was doing, but he knew it was so important. Like Pattinson, I'll say it here first, he's going to. I agree with you, as in he's going to be the best Batman that we we have ever seen. I, he's I, the best dude, voice. I literally think he he's is the best I, voice. Like the voice we haven't gotten a good Batman voice. He, he'll easily be the best Batman voice. So he's a younger Batman, so natural, and he's. He's arguably like the. I know Michael Keaton's a great actor, but like when he was younger, like I think Pattinson's a better actor at this stage than what Michael Keaton was when he was way, way ahead. So I even think more that, than Bale was, like arguably. Ooh, I ooh, at the time he became ooh. Batman. Well, American Psycho, Machinist, like, uh, but okay, we that's a debate for another time. But I, I agree with you. I don't know about Oscar now. I'm still like I don't know about that. Um, but Selena Kyle potentially Batman. too. I'm not going to rule out like a Selena Kyle. I think that might even be more likely than Pattinson. I'm going what? there. I'm going there. I think she has a juicy role in this whole thing. Her like her questioning, like her motives, like okay, what side, what loyalty, where uh -huh. does her loyalties lie? Her right. Like we don't really know much about her backstory right now, but she's very appealing as a character. Well, I'm, like, what I, you I'll say this: the per, one of the people I was watching with said this. When I asked her, I said the Batman quote. Someone goes, "Well, if anyone's getting an Oscar nom out of this, it's going to be Paul Dano." We don't. We barely seen him. And I agree. I think they're thinking there will be blood. Like he's a creepy person, like in Prisoners and a lot of his roles. And 
he's like perfect for the Riddler. He's perfect for this type of movie. And he looked creepy in the first opening sequence of this movie. And they were like, if anyone's getting an Oscar nom, it's not going to be a Batman figure. It's going to be a supporting character. And if you've got to pick one, it's going to be Paul Dano. I think that's maybe, what they were maybe. thinking. I don't think so. I think an Oscar nom for anybody is a stretch here. But if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Pat. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just like having fun with that take. I think we honestly spent too much time on it. But I did want to say Paul it, Dano. I, we got to talk about it more, to be honest. Paul, Paul, Dan, Paul, Paul Dano in the beginning of that movie I know we just talked about the Soprano in the trailer, excuse me. We just talked about the Sopranos. I just thought of his cameo in The Girl Next Door and oh, his cameo in, AJ's friend. The, in The Sopranos, AJ's friend with the glasses. It just brought me back there. I just needed to bring that up. But moving on, Ricky Flex, I also want to talk about a couple of Easter eggs I saw. There's a moment I want to address the detective noir style of this movie, the clues that are being handed out. We ha- I want to talk about Paul Dano further. Okay. So. Okay kind of speculating what his motives are. We know he's a serial killer. There's a moment in the trailer where there is a live stream of him presumably torturing somebody. Okay. So that's going to be a dark moment. Big time, like Dark Knight Joker vibes, Mm -hmm. right? With the Batman cow, with the guy guy who's fake Batman, and he puts the body right outside the mayor's office. But I just wanted to say what his motives might be. I'm starting to think that he might be a former worker for Wayne Enterprises. I think that's almost uh, definitely what it is. So what makes me think that is because there's a moment later in the trailer, okay, where Pattinson is in the middle of this like box of this square. And it looks like he's trying to solve a crime. Like he's trying to solve the crime. Like what is the motive of this serial killer Mm -hmm. where it says Mm -hmm. uh, themes like no more lies, Colson. And then it says uh, the sins of my father question mark. Okay. So sins of my father, maybe this guy is torturing people and trying to, and he, we know he's addressing the Batman may, he may know who Bruce Wayne is too, that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like does this person, is he exacting these crimes based on what, how his father treated him, right? How Thomas Wayne treated this person. That's like kind of where my brain went when I saw those clues on the ground. Yeah. So I'll agree and disagree at the same time. I do think he has a connection with Bruce Wayne. And I think with the no more lies and a lot of the underlying thoughts here. And like, you know what you did going back to the first trailer also with like the end of the first trailer, like you're more connected to this than, you know, stuff like that. I do agree. There is some sort of connection with the Wayne, whether it's Thomas or Bruce, but I don't think you work for Wayne Enterprises. I think that either it was with the father or it was just a business connection, not necessarily for the company. Like you, this is going to be bad, but when Jim Carrey's a Riddler, like they had a business connection with Bruce Wayne and that one, stuff like that. So I think something more along that story, but I like the way you're thinking. I'm thinking very similar, not the same, but similar. I also want to go into another thing that was written down on in that white chalk or alongside like uh, the mm-hmm. sins of my father. One thing I just mentioned is no more right. lies. Colson, this movie is like year one adaption. So year one, they talk about the corruption of right. The Gotham city police department, who is Colson that are referring to Gil Colson, the first partner of commissioner Gordon, who in this movie is going to be yes. played by someone we haven't seen yet, Peter Sarsgaard. So yes, 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 which yes. has me interested. Okay. Is there a connection between Riddler with someone in the police department? If he's in the jail cell, maybe at the police department and Batman's interviewing him is Gil Coulson of someone, someone that maybe releases this person, or is this person like feeding him information about the Batman, about like the police department, you know, so right. I just have any questioning. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen this character yet either. I didn't even think about that. That's great. What I did think about was the corruption, but not necessarily with Peter Skarsgård's character or uh, with uh, Coulson there. 
But I think a lot of people are forgetting that Commissioner Gordon, this movie is not Commissioner Gordon. He was just a detective. And you see that in the first trailer where he's not the man at the front uh, of the, like the, in front of the microphones. It's like that old man, like in the slow-mo. I don't know if you remember that audience yep. go back to the first show if you don't remember, but like, I think that person's corrupt. I think that person's exactly. corrupt. He just, he just so, looks corrupt. Right. So I'm, gonna put, I'm, on the YouTube, I'm just, just going to put his picture up right on the YouTube right there. Fraud. <laughs> or <like something. laughs> but uh, yeah, so that is awesome. I love that. Peter Skarsgård would fit that mold perfectly. So I think that's perfect. I think it's a good casting decision. And I think it's a good take by you. And someone else I want to see that's cast in this movie um, is someone that I assume is going to actually have a very prominent role in the Gotham City uh, PD show. And that is uh, my guy, Barry Kagan, who plays Stanley Merkel, a member of the Gotham City Depart- Police Department. He's got to um, have a big role here. No, he's got, he's he, might be a a, he might be someone that is influenced to become corrupt, maybe similar to how like Commissioner Gordon in the Batman Year One graphic novel was sure. trying to be influenced. Maybe he's being torn between a Gil Coulson who's trying to corrupt him and then maybe a Commissioner Gordon yeah, who's trying yeah, to yeah, sway yeah. him to go to the side of uh, justice and the, like uh, almost like become a mentor to Commissioner. Like, I was going to say that. To, uh, for Commissioner, take him under, Commissioner I was going to do, if you're watching the YouTube, take him, on, take him under his wing. Take him under his wing uh, for Gordon. Like, I think that's the way to do it. Or Kagan, your theory with Eternals, he's the bad guy. Like, maybe they're going to go that route. We don't know. But Interesting. That's a, but people forget Barry Kagan's in this movie. This I, I, I got is, so many theories for this movie. Richie. This cast is insane. This cast is remarkable. For a Batman dark noir movie, it's... And also, like, everyone, Colin Farrell, like, he's a great actor. But he has his hit and misses, particularly yeah. recently hit or misses. And him as the penguin was like interesting because if you look at a picture of Colin Farrell, even though he's on the older side, he's a good looking dude. And he's playing the penguin cobblepot with the long nose, like I mentioned earlier, but they just transformed him into like just a different person. Right. So, Not re- and irrecognizable. Just, right. And he's, and some of his roles is like, it's kind of going off his looks or his personality. This one's like, Hey, you literally just act, do your acting skills, just act your heart away. And this is just going to prove how good of an actor he is based on like you're not he's unrecognizable so it's just gonna say oh do you believe him or not like as an acting and his acting performance so i think you're going to and he's going to be phenomenal like everyone else in this cast as we're wrapping up here there was some information that came out about this movie a couple days ago where it was described as a a three-hour epic so we're getting a three-hour batman movie with from matt reeves and i think there's a lot of takes online that people are on board with this, and I couldn't agree more. The more time in this universe, the better. If this is only going to be a three trilogy movie, and then we're going to do, we're going to have some shows outside of it. I understand that you might want to limit that time, but I can't. I can't get enough of seeing this content. I can't get enough of that. I, I want more and more trailers, even though like, uh, like I will. I think this is actually like the last trailer they should do. This is like perfect where you are literally don't know what's happening, but I just, I, I, I just think a three hour runtime is going to be a great way to just dive deep into what's going on in Gotham city. Yeah. So I, I think I have a couple of takes on that. So first off, I, everyone that listens to the driving podcast, if you don't, you should knows my takes on trailers where they should be less, the better. In my opinion, I think the first show was perfect. And just everyone go see the movie after the first show. You don't even know anything. In my opinion, I, I think just have, just get people hyped up for the movie and that's it. You don't have to know anything, but that's just my take. But going into the three-hour runtime that we just discussed here. So the reason why I was on board with it is because we have so many shows coming off of this movie, like you mentioned. Penguin, so, GCPD. Right. Like, there's just too many shows where this is like a two-hour movie where 
it was let's say it's a good let's just say two-hour movie assumptions here two-hour movie good movie like standalone but two-hour movie is not enough time to dive into all these characters and all these casts especially with all these spinoffs coming about if it's a three-hour movie you have time to get into the penguin you have time to get into planet cow you have time to get into commission yeah i understand that so i think a three-hour runtime will help this project as a franchise and for dc with all their spinoff shows as the movie's concerned might be great for the trilogy as in to learn more as in you don't have to go into a lot of exposition about gotham and something that we as an audience haven't seen from a batman movie as in a younger batman and that type of gossip we haven't seen that uh from us yet so it's great for that reason going forward so there could be two two hour movies forward in the rest of the trilogy but this one this got to again they just can't have any lag time if it's going to be three hours it better be uh great cuts like straight to the next scene they can't be any lag time i agree um, I kind of talked myself out of the good idea of a three-hour runtime when I remembered they had those two HBO Max shows that will be diving deep into like Gotham City. But right. I guess it's more time to spend with Pattinson, though, because we know he's not going to be really associated with those shows. If he is associated, I assume it's a very small cameo. And right. It's more focused on characters like a Barry Kagan, and even a Selena Kyle, and we know definitely Colin Farrell is a penguin. Right, and the next two movies and also the series after this movie maybe they just don't even go into gotham city as much maybe like this is just the intro to this gotham city the character all the characters and then the next are just like very concise let's get to the point here let's just let's just get into the action what the fans want to see and a good a good storyline throughout cut the exposition just get to the point i i personally would like to see that as a fan if i already it's, hear about a three-hour runtime it, it seems so grounded it seems super grounded super super yeah, grounded yeah. that's good but there's not there, there is no way not even a Razal Ghoul could be a part of this universe. There is no room for anything that is that is unbelievable, you know. You so I, I like I'm just so excited for it. It's the only superhero movie you do this that can do this, and that's why it's it's gold. I can't wait to go see it. Are there any other final thoughts, Ricky, folks, before we wrap up here? Uh, well, I had a couple of thoughts on that, but honestly, we could talk all day about this, to be honest, in the trilogy, like, we're just so hyped up for this movie, like we are, and I think this trailer, you couldn't, like, the first trailer, you couldn't live up to those expectations, you couldn't, we were talking about this uh, earlier, it was impossible, um, but this trailer did what it had to do, and then a little more, okay. and I think that's all we wanted uh, for, uh, to see us fans, the fact I, so that we're talking about this right after the fact means that it, was, it did its job. It's a phenomenon. This is going to be a phenomenon. So I think we're both in agreement. We're taking the first one over the second, but I'm also saying the second one was phenomenal. It was very good. Not draft worthy to so the best showers of all time, but very good. Yes. All right. So that does it for our trailer reaction. This is going to be on the YouTube. I'm going to be, I'm going to edit this in a podcast form as well. So it'll be available for you to listen to. Make sure you tune into the episode 59 of the drive-in podcast, where we're going to be going over all the uh, DC fandom news that dropped today. Uh, make sure you're tuned in. Make sure you check out the the uh, live vlog, right? It's up on thedrivingpod.com. And I might even type something up for the Batman trailer. That's going to do it for our trailer reaction. Until next time, we will smell you.